0: So I want to take you back several years in my life. So 16 years ago, um, Katie and I were sitting and talking in our bedroom. Now, this was no ordinary conversation. Um, We were actually fighting. We fight. All couples do. And we were fighting. But what made this conversation more intense was that it was 3 a.m. And if you're married or if you've watched people, you know that Arguments are one thing. 3 a.m. arguments are something else entirely. Now, this argument, though, was we weren't fighting with each other. Um, We were fighting about some other things that were happening. You see, the the couple days before this conversation, um, I had driven a car. We were living in Kansas City. I had driven a car with our stuff to Colorado because I had accepted a job as a student pastor in Colorado Springs. And when I got there with our stuff in our car, the pastor of the church um, told me they were taking back their job offer. Now, what I didn't know at the time is that a few months after this, this pastor would morally fail and be out of ministry, and then that church would close down. And I I didn't know any of that stuff at the time. But we were sitting there, and I'm, I'm venting, and I'm unloading, and Katie's trying to be as understanding as possible. And in the darkness of that room and in that conversation, it got really quiet. And then she asked a question that has reverberated in my life at numerous times and numerous intervals. She said, Josh, when is it that you're going to learn whatever it is God is trying to teach you so that we can be done? Now here's why that question is important, and and this is a question that at some point all of us have to wrestle with, because there are moments in our lives where we go through things and God is doing something, and and we're stubborn, we're angry, we're prideful, we're know-it-alls, and we push against God, sometimes knowingly and sometimes unknowingly. There are are relationships that God has us in right now that are revealing things to us that we need to learn, and and we're pushing against them. Because instead of us learning something, we think the other person needs to learn something. And this is something that for all of us at different moments, we need to ask, when is it that I'm going to learn whatever it is God's trying to teach me so that I can be done? And it's not an easy question. It's not an easy question to ask. See, what got me there in that moment was my stubbornness, my pride, my comfort got me there in that moment. Unknowingly, I I didn't know that my comfort and my desire for comfort got me there. But but here's the thing. The reason in that moment that I was angry with God, and I was really angry with that pastor. I was really angry. That was not a great thing that he did. (laughs) But the reason that I was angry with God in that moment is that God was doing exactly what he said he would do in my life. See, because here's why. At that moment, I was 27. At 21, I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God had called me to plant a church. I knew it. I knew in my heart. I remember sitting there. I could take you to the exact spot where I felt like God spoke to me and said, this is what you're supposed to do with your life. And at 27, I wasn't any closer to that than I was at 21. Now, I wasn't running from that. It's just that I wasn't really moving towards that. I kept going down other roads of, this is a little bit more secure. This seems a little bit better. I mean, who wouldn't want to live with a view of Pikes Peak in Colorado Springs? I mean, that just sounds beautiful. And in that moment, I was angry with God. And what I didn't realize is I was angry with God because God was doing exactly what he said he would do. See, and here's the thing, is that there will be moments in our lives where we'll get frustrated with God or frustrated with somebody else or frustrated with the situation. And yet, if we look at Scripture, we'll see again and again that God's just doing exactly what he promised he would do. And anger's hard. And maybe for you, maybe you're there right now. Maybe you're angry with God and you don't even know it. Maybe you're angry with God because God hasn't healed something in your life. Maybe you're frustrated with God because God hasn't spoken to you as clearly as you want him to. Maybe you're disappointed with God because God hasn't given you all the dreams that you have in your heart and all the prayers that you've prayed. And for some of us, it's hard for us to navigate the feelings of frustration and disappointment and anger, especially when it points to God. Because there's many of us who feel like it's not okay for me to be frustrated with God. It's not okay for me to be angry with God. It's not okay for me to be disappointed with God. And here's what I need you to hear it is okay for you to be frustrated with God. It is okay for you to be disappointed with God. It is okay for you to be angry with God. And we're going to see why in Jonah 4. Because I don't want you to miss this. Your anger, your disappointment, your frustration, as it points to God, is revealing something that you need to dig into. Is revealing something that you possibly are running from. Is revealing something that you don't want to deal with because it's uncomfortable. It's revealing something that you need to enter into. It might be revealing something you need to learn from God. It might be revealing something that you need to learn about God. See, in that moment, in that dark bedroom, I needed to be reminded, I needed to learn that I needed to stop being a coward, I needed to have some bravery, I needed to stop living for comfort, and I needed to trust that God had wired me to do something he called me to do. See, and in these moments, we'll, ha- we'll have all these moments, and here's what I don't want us to miss today. If you're taking notes, you can write this down, that we get angry at God because we aren't God, maybe I could just stop right there some of us get angry at God because we aren't God. Right? I mean, come on. Let's be honest about it. Some of you right now, you have a great plan for your life. God just needs to get on board. And if you don't have a great plan for your life, you have a great plan for somebody else's life. A lot of us get angry at God because we aren't God. And God doesn't act like us. Now, this is comforting. I mean, isn't this, I mean, aren't you glad that God doesn't act like you? But there are some moments where I think, man, you know what? If God would just act like me, it'd be a little bit easier right now in my life. And you feel the same way. And Jonah feels the same way. We've spent the last several weeks looking at the book of Jonah. And, and I have to tell you, Jonah's one of my favorite people in the Bible. I can relate to Jonah. If you can't relate to Jonah, I, I don't, I'm sorry, but I can relate to Jonah. I, I read every verse in this book, and I'm just like, this makes total sense why he did this. So if you don't know who Jonah is, Jonah lived about 700 BC. And he lived in Israel, and he was a prophet in Israel. He was an important prophet, a successful prophet. He had risen up where he was in the inner circle of the king. And God calls him to leave Israel and go to Nineveh, which is about 500 miles northeast of where he is. Now, instead of just staying put, Jonah actually buys a boat and goes 2,500 miles in the opposite direction, Now, this is a little bit, this is one of the reasons I relate to Jonah, is because I knew at 27 what God had called me to do. And I was going in a different direction. And what I was doing is going, man, God, like, I'm being a pastor, I'm working with students, like, you should be blessing me on this one. And we do the same thing. Because sometimes, right now, you might be facing a situation where you're going, why does it feel like I'm spinning my wheels and I'm not moving anywhere? Well, maybe it's because God told you to, to do something, put something in your heart years ago that you're not moving towards. And when that happens, at least for me, I can say, that was disobedient. I was being disobedient to the call that God had placed on my life. I wasn't moving towards it. And Jonah was doing the same thing. And we're told that God sends a great storm, that God sends a great fish to swallow Jonah and spits him out on the land and then comes to Jonah a second time and says, Jonah, I'm not done with you yet. Because here's the other thing that we need to understand. When we run from God, when we stay put in our stubbornness and we think God is done with us. And one of the greatest verses in the Bible is the first verse of Jonah chapter three when it says the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time a second time. God could have looked at Jonah and just been like, you are just an idiot, Jonah. Like, I'll get somebody else. Fine. You know, you're not going to listen. I'll just get somebody else. No, no, no. God in his grace comes to Jonah a second time. And for some of us, what we need to hear today is that God's not done with you. God's not finished with you. You didn't miss your chance. You didn't miss your chance. You're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too far gone. You're not too whatever. You didn't miss your chance. The word of the Lord comes again. And Jonah goes to Nineveh and he preaches. And we're told that the whole city repents and sacrifices to God. And you would think that Jonah would be excited about this. You would think that Jonah would go, yes, this is exactly what God called me to do. He told me to come to Nineveh and to preach the gospel and to tell people about Jesus. And they they all listened. But instead, Jonah's angry. And he's angry because God did exactly what he said he would do. That's why he's angry. This is what it says in Jonah chapter four, verse one. It says, Jonah was greatly displeased and became furious. Okay, it's okay to be furious. It's what we do with it as we're going to see. He prayed to the Lord, please, Lord, isn't this what I thought while I was still in my own country? Now, we don't know, but this is what he said. That this is why, he said, this is why I ran away. That's why I fled toward Tarshish in the first place. I knew that you were a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger, abounding in faithful love, and one who relents from sending disaster. And now, Lord, take my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord asked, is it right for you to be angry? Jonah left the city and found a place east of it. So he leaves and he sat in its shade to see what would happen to the city. This is amazing to me, okay? So he says, God, you're like, I knew you were gonna do this. I knew you were gonna save everybody. This is why I didn't wanna come here. So in some ways, Jonah's actually afraid of success. I wonder if sometimes we are as well. What if the dream that God's placed in your heart, what if the thing that God's called you to do, what if it actually happened? What if you were successful with it? What if you actually followed through with it? It might mean something new. It might mean something uncomfortable. And so Jonah leaves, sits down. I, I just, I can't even imagine what he's thinking at this moment. Like he sits down to see what will happen to the city. Like he still thinks that maybe God will destroy the city. There's a part of him that thinks that maybe, just maybe God will destroy the city, which is an incredible idea. And I love this verse. I knew you would do this. I knew you would do this. And Jonah goes and sits down. And he says, here's why I knew you would do this, God, because I knew you were gracious, merciful, merciful, slow to anger and abounding in love. Now, for some of us, those words are hard to believe about God. For some of us today, it is hard for us to believe that God is slow to anger, that God is merciful, that God is gracious and abounding in love, faithful love, that he is soft, right? Just like we saw these parents up here holding their kids, that God is merciful and soft like a mother holding a child that God is slow to anger, that he is patient, postponing anger, right? But some of us, we we don't believe that about God. We don't believe that God is gracious and merciful towards us or that he is abounding in faithful love. The The Hebrew word for faithful love is the most powerful word for love in Hebrew. It means God's unrelenting, never stopping love. And Jonah says, I knew you were like this, Now, the reason Jonah knew he was like this is because Jonah had experienced this side of who God is. He had experienced God's love and grace and mercy and patience. But he didn't think other people deserved to get it. He knew. He said, I knew you were like this. And Jonah reveals something else that is deep within many of our hearts, is we like these verses applied to us, but there are some people in our lives that we really don't think they should be applied to. You and I all have some people right now in our lives that we go, you know what? It's okay if God's not patient with them. And the reason you think that is because you're not being patient with them. There are some people in our lives that maybe we go, you know what? Like, I feel like they've gotten enough grace and mercy. I feel like they've gotten enough. You might be sitting next to them right now. We're just like Jonah. There are some people that we're just totally good for these verses to come to us and say, Yes, God, shower me. I want to sing songs about your love and mercy to me. But not that guy. No. Not, not this person over here. Not, not my boss. Because it's hard for us sometimes when we see God be gracious to people. Sometimes it's hard for us. And what, is, what does God say to him? I love how God just takes his anger, he just listens. Because this is all anger. This is all, he is displeased and furious. This is not like, you know, I'm just kind of ticked off. Like furious is like slamming cupboard doors in the kitchen. Furious is slamming car doors. Like that's furious, right? He says, I am furious. And God says, is it right for you to be angry? Is it right for you to be angry? See what God says, this is God's grace to Jonah. This is God's grace to us. Is it right for you to be angry? What is your anger adding? What is your anger at God adding? What is your anger at somebody else adding to your life? See, God doesn't say, you know what, Jonah? Like, just be quiet. (laughs) Like, stop being such a whiner. He doesn't say, you shouldn't be surprised. Jonah, like, you knew I was gracious and compassionate. Like, you knew all this stuff about me. He doesn't say that. He just says, hey, Jonah, let's just evaluate your anger. So here, let me, let me, let's do an evaluation here. Don't raise your hand. But I want you to think about a moment, a place in your life, a relationship where you have some anger right now. It may be directed towards a person. It may be directed towards God. It may be directed to somebody who, who's not around anymore. They've left your life. Is it right for you to be angry? Is your anger adding something? Is it right for you to be furious? Now, for some of us, the answer is yes. It's right for us to be angry. There are things in our lives, there are things that we're angry about that it is right for us to be angry. But here's what's what's key. The Bible does not tell us that anger is wrong, but what it does say is to be careful that we don't sin in our anger. So it does say anger, anger is an emotion for us to enter into because anger reveals something that we need to dig into. Anger is showing us something. Frustration and disappointment is revealing something in our hearts that we have to enter into and see what's there. We need to ask, why is it that I'm so angry? And maybe we're angry because something happened in our lives that shouldn't have happened. Maybe we're angry because something didn't happen in our lives that was supposed to happen. And for Jonah, he's angry because God did what he was supposed to do. And for some of us, we're in places where we're like, you know what? I went totally against what God said, and God did exactly what he said he would do. And I'm mad about it. But that's revealing something to us. And so in our anger, God says graciously, is it right for you to be angry? So here's what's important to you. Jonah was angry because he was tired. He was tired. He went on a long trip. He preached. He walked across a city that took three days to walk across. He was tired. See, one of the things we need to understand is that many times our anger will show up in places when we're exhausted. I mean, you know this. You get hungry. You're not a nice person. You're tired. Sometimes the most spiritual thing you can do is just eat a meal and take a nap. And if you're not nodding your head right now, the people around you are going, yeah, that person not nodding their head needs to eat a meal and take a nap. And Jonah's tired, and Jonah's angry because he likes justice. And this is one thing I appreciate about jo- Jonah. Jonah thinks people should get what they deserve. And there's a lot of us that feel that way. We just don't think we should get what we deserve. But we are, we're convinced they, my boss, for sure, should get what they deserve. You know, my, my in-law, my friend, my, my child, they, they should get what they deserve. That's Jonah. Jonah's saying, God, they didn't deserve your grace. This city didn't deserve your grace. They should have gotten what they deserved. You said you were going to destroy the city. You should have done it. You should have destroyed them. And some of us right now, we're angry at God because he's not delivering the justice to the other person or that situation that we think he should. Because God isn't like us. God doesn't act like us. See, but Jonah experiences God in a specific way. And this is really important. The way that we see God affects how we experience God. See, Jonah went to Nineveh. He didn't preach grace. He preached God's wrath and judgment. That's how he saw God. He saw God as a God that would destroy the city, not extend grace. And the way that we see God affects how we experience God. So here's a question. Is your anger adding anything to your life? Is it adding anything to your life? Is it causing good? Is your anger with your kids or finances? Is it adding anything? Is the silent treatment you're giving people adding anything? Is avoiding people adding anything? See, Jonah's angry? Because God is slow to anger. That's why he's angry. He's mad about it. And then the Lord. God just keeps coming after Jonah. Look at verse 6. He says, Then the Lord appointed a plant, and it grew over Jonah to provide shade for his head to rescue him from his trouble. Jonah was greatly pleased with the plant. And when dawn came the next day, God appointed a worm that attacked the plant, and it withered. As the sun was rising, God appointed a scorching east wind, and the sun beat down on Jonah's head so much that he almost fainted, and he wanted to die. And he said, it's better for me to die than to live. And then God asked Jonah, is it right for you to be angry about the plant? Yes, it's right, Jonah replied. I'm angry enough to die. So the Lord said, you cared about the plant, which you did not labor over and did not grow. It appeared in the night and perished in the night. But may I not care about the great city of Nineveh, which has more than 120,000 people who cannot distinguish between their right and their left, as well as many animals. So Jonah gets mad again, and he says something really important. He says, it would be better for me to die than to live. Now, in this, I'm not sure that Jonah is saying that he'd rather die, but what I do think he's saying is that he'd rather not deal with what's in his heart. And this is something I think all of us can relate to. Because there are moments, and you may be in it right now, where God is presenting something to you, and it is just pummeling into your heart, and you're like, you know what, I really don't want to deal with this. I really don't want to learn this lesson. I really don't want to begin to understand this. I really don't want to open that door and see what's on the other side of that. And Jonah says, You know, what? it'd just be better if I could get out of it. It could be better if I didn't have to have that hard conversation. It'd be better if I didn't have to look in the mirror. It'd be better if I could just be done with it. And God, in His grace, and this is His grace towards us, where He says, No, 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 it's not better. It's not better. It's better for you to enter in. It's better for you to walk through it. See, this is Jonah's low point. See, and again, and he just keeps getting angry, and God just keeps saying, Is it right? He doesn't scold him. He doesn't correct him. He doesn't say, Will you, you know, just stop, Jonah? (laughs) He just says, Is it right? Is it right for you to be angry? And again, I need you to hear this. Our anger reveals something. It reveals something important that we need to enter into. And there are situations, there are injustices in our lives that it is good and right for us to be angry at because it is a reminder of the brokenness of our world. It is a reminder that it is not the way it's supposed to be. There are injustices in our world that we look at and say, it should not be like that. God doesn't correct him. He just takes his anger and just says, "Let's evaluate it, Jonah." But our problem is we don't evaluate our anger. We don't evaluate our anger, and 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 for many men, and some women, our anger is the one emotion that we feel safe to to feel. Right, many men. If you say, "Hey, how are things going?" and if they're really honest, they'll be like, "I'm just angry." Well, if you dig down, what you'll start to find is you'll start to find sadness depression, anxiety. But anger is, especially for men, the one emotion that we're okay to say that we feel. It's like the manly emotion, right? But what's under that? And as God graciously asked Jonah, is it right for you to be angry? He's saying, what's underneath it? What's underneath your anger? What is making you be so furious? What is causing this? And and this is such an important question. This is such an important question. In your relationships right now, in your life, in the places where anger is visible or invisible, what's under it? Is it right for you to be angry? What, what are you hiding in your anger? What are you making sure that nobody sees in your anger? Where many of us wall up, we have our swords and our shields, and, and, and our anger is there to protect that little boy or that little girl. Is it right for you to be angry? And know that when we enter into that place to to see what's under our anger, what do we see? We see a God who is gracious, a God who is merciful, a God who is patient, a God who is abounding in faithful love. And I think those words are really important because our anger for many of us is we're worried that we might be alone. We worry that we might be betrayed. We worry that there won't be grace. We worry about what's on the other side of that door and what we might find there. And if God will be merciful. See, these words are the antidote They're the hope for our anger. And so God just says, is it right for you to be angry? And then, here's the thing about the book of Jonah. It just ends. It just ends. It ends with a question. (laughs) It just ends with God speaking to Jonah in his grace. Right? And it's one of those, like, cliffhanger TV series where you're just like, what? What? Like that's it? That's that's the end. It, like the the camera pans out and like the credits roll, and you're like, there's gotta be an end scene to this. Like there's gotta, like th- that's that's it. Just Jonah and God just sitting there and in, in the desert. Like that's just that's it. And I think the reason why is because God is just asking questions to Jonah, and He wants to see what it reveals in our hearts. Because I think God wants us to see that we're a lot more like Jonah than maybe we think. And so here's my question as the band comes up. A really simple question for us. Those places where you wall up with anger, those relationships where you are feeling angry right now, is it right for you to be angry? Is it right? What is your anger revealing? What is God trying to show to you? What is God trying to teach you? What is God trying to reach into your heart and bring out in your anger? See, God wanted Jonah to know just what Jonah verbally said. He said, God, I knew you were gracious. I knew you were patient. I knew you were merciful. I knew you were slow to anger and abounding in love. But God wanted him to really, really know that. He wanted him to feel it. And so he just kept saying, is it right? Is it right? And I think God's grace to us right now as we wrap up this series is for us to just sit and go, God, is my anger right? What's it protecting? What am I trying to keep out? What am I running from? How are we like Jonah? And then to be reminded that in God's grace and mercy, he just keeps coming He is just unrelenting as he comes to us, as he fights for us. And so I wanna pray for us as we close and we're gonna sing one song together. And I wanna pray specifically for those who are just, man, we, we use anger to protect ourselves. And so God, I just thank you that you are gracious, you are merciful, you are patient. You are slow to anger, and you are abounding in faithful love. And God, some of our anger is because we're not sure if those words are true. Some of us really struggle to believe that you are gracious and merciful and slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. Some of us struggle to believe that you will never leave us or forsake us. And some of us are running from you, and we are running as fast as we can. We are running from things you called us to. We are running from things that are hard to do. We are running from uncomfortable situations and conversations. And we are sprinting, and you are graciously chasing after us, God. And so, God, right now, we we just want to fall into your arms. Help us to know. Help us to... To feel, help us to not just believe that you are gracious and merciful and slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. Help us to ask, what is my anger revealing? What is my anger showing about my heart? So God, I thank you that you take our anger. You take Jonah's furious displeasure. And what a strong word, displeasure. He, he believed you did the wrong thing, <laughs> and you didn't scold him. Your grace and mercy is so far, <laughs> so deep. And so God, help us to know that we can bring our displeasure and our anger, and we, we can throw them at you, we can hurl them at you, and your grace will just respond patiently to us and say, is it right for you to be angry? So God, I thank you that you are a God of grace and mercy that is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast, faithful love. In your name, amen.